0: Don't touch my biscuits, sir. I'm going to punch you in yours.
1: Okay, wasn't gonna. I don't believe you. Tara is a biscuit-stealing wench. <laughs> you just, like, drop all of it out there. You're just like, this. these are Tara's deepest secrets. She steals biscuits. She, is, she will steal
0: your biscuits. She will... S- what What else? What other I secrets don't know. have <laughs> I spilled
1: by you? I don't know. Go back and listen to the fucking episode. <laughs> I, excuse me. I edit them. That's enough. You go back through and listen. I'm not spilling my secrets again. If you want to know about me, just listen to all the episodes.
0: She will steal your biscuits okay. and then she will steal your man.
1: No, definitely will not. It requires effort.
0: We ordered KFC. <laughs> that explains why we're talking about biscuits.
1: Does it? <laughs>
0: we're recording from Tara's house today and in Wadsworth, there isn't a lot of options. No. And so I was... Unless you, you know, want
1: Mexican, otherwise bye. And I was said. like,
0: eh, I'm not feeling Mexican today. Yeah. That's Which is rare. But so we were looking at all the options and they were all basic and we were looking at this one place that was some place I hadn't heard of and their menu was strange and I was like, let's just get those bowls of KFC and then I've got myself some biscuits.
1: And that is that.
0: And that's the episode. We'll talk to you later. Yeah.
1: Bye. This
0: chapter is chapter six of the the book. The Porky. Yes, I thought you were going
1: to say the Goblet of Fire. It is like, Chapter Six of the Goblet yeah. of Fire. The port key. The port key. You have to send me the thing. I do.
0: What? What happened? What? what who? Who? Who did the thing in last book? Last chapter.
1: Oh, Winner oh, Loser. <laughs> sorry, you're trying to stall while you send me the thing.
0: Yes, but so. also it's time for Winner Loser. <laughs> it, is.
1: it is. Okay. So in chapter five, the winner of the chapter is a dual win. And it's going to... Is it to... the twins? No. <laughs> so the winners of the chapter are Bill and Charlie. Oh, um, that's nice. For building normalcy around, crazy family, and also just for being there. You know, it's nice to see them. We're not going to get much time with them. Want to give them a win while they're around. The loser of the chapter is Percy. Because
0: he's boring. Cause and who he's else boring, are you going to get to?
1: Right. Someone has to lose. And I feel like... Percy didn't really do anything to lose the chapter, but no one else did, so it had to go to someone. I like it. So that was chapter five. Chapter six, the port key.
0: You are not going to say a thing for Tara?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. The title of this email, as always, is a thing for Tara. Um,
0: You always do it, so it has to happen.
1: That's true, I do. A thing for Tara, chapter six, the port key. It's time to travel to the Quidditch World Cup. How exciting! The only problem is, most of the crew aren't able to apparate. What's apparating, you ask? Well, it's basically teleportation, and you have to have a license for it. If you do it incorrectly, you might lose body parts, but that's okay, you'll probably get them back, but you'll probably get a fine. Honestly, i take my chances over trying to find some dirty old boot, which is actually what we're after in this chapter. This boot happens to be called a port key. Another method of magical transportation for those who can't operate. They have to use it because with thousands of witches and wizards congregating in one location, they have to be extra careful. Thus, everyone except for Bill, Charlie, and Percy wake up super early so that they can walk to the top of a hill to grab a boot. On their way out, Molly summons all of the Tun Tung coffees from the twins, so now they are salty. Finally, they get to the top of the hill, and the only other people who chose this portkey location from anywhere around are the diggeries. We know Cedric. We meet his dad, too, who is kind of a dick to Harry. Everyone touches the boot, and off they go.
0: You're a dirty old boot. You're a dirty old boot. No, you can't.
1: <laughs> you can't tell me that.
0: You're a dirty old boot. Why
1: am I a dirty old boot? Because I decided that you're a dirty old boot. I. I you decide every episode. I'm released six different new things. If you
0: were a pork key what would you be? I mean, it's a potato. You would definitely be a <laughs> Why did you ask me that question? What is potato doing out here in this field? <laughs> well, why did
1: you ask that question if you were just going to answer well, it? Well,
0: I answered it in my mind, and so I decided to let everybody know that you would be a potato, Porky. What would you be? Well, I can't be a squid, because that's weird. People would automatically be like, I got to touch that squid. What would you be? So I would have to be... You're asking me what piece of garbage I would be?
1: <laughs> Potatoes are not garbage!
0: Can't I just be myself? Potatoes are not garbage. That's true, but like if a potato is an innocent thing sitting out in the <laughs> field. I am an innocent thing. Out the <laughs> field. You are an innocent <laughs> potato. And Tara is just an innocent potato. This episode has already gone off the rails. If I were a port key, I would be I don't fucking know. maybe it'll come up. These episodes work in mysterious ways. Someone tell sometimes, us what so, sometimes we- it would come up. If if I was an inanimate object that was also magical <laughs> What would I be? <laughs> this is more transportation. We talk about transportation a lot.
1: <laughs> That's what the chapter's about. Pretty much. That's all that happens. <laughs> <laughs> see you
0: later. <laughs> really, though, it, it's very linear. It's like, oh, you guys gotta wake up because you can't apparate. Is this, and this is like the first time you hear about apparating. Like, officially. I
1: think so. Because they
0: go into so much detail. About, like, what it is, what the consequences are. When I think of transportation for this series, my mind immediately goes to apparition. Because, like, it's the coolest fucking thing. Like, you get to teleport, you don't have to sit in traffic. right? Right. Sure, you need a license. You have to renew it every year. That's a fee. Otherwise... I
1: mean, I have to do that when I drive, so...
0: Exactly. That's I so want to
1: operate.
0: Me too. Like, I don't care about the splinching. I'll practice. Like, don't fuck it up. Just I, learn how to do it exactly. properly. Exactly. This is the movies coloring my mind. Oh, hey, remember, guys, these books are made into movies. I know that's hard to believe. Because this uh,
1: <laughs> show has had how many episodes about movies? Yeah, One. Exactly. Pretty much. This season... Not from... pretty much. Exactly. Exactly. We haven't talked about the movie, we have about the movie, movie in, like, four episodes, dudes. Anyways, <laughs> this episode is already divulging into chaos.
0: <laughs> We're back. We're Here back. We are after you know. Maybe that's the problem. We haven't not <laughs> only did we not drink wine, but we also haven't talked about the movie.
1: Everything is wrong. Later on
0: in the movies, I feel like the only type of transportation that you see, period, is apparition. Mm-hmm. That's it. So reading into some of the details about like what is necessary for you to get you know your apparition license and everything. That is kind of interesting to me because also apparition is like the only thing that I would do ever. I How want lovely. apparition to be real right now.
1: Oh my God. That would be so amazing.
0: Yes. But basically some of these hoes are young and they can't do that. So they gotta go.
1: <clears throat> to so t- I gotta wake up really fucking early. Yes. Which again, isn't a very relatable thing. Yeah. Because like, like, I, I love the first the chapter episode. of Harry, or first sentence of the chapter is like Harry's like, I literally just fucking lay down. Those are the exact thoughts of his in his head. But they get
0: to go on this Which, nice, by the like, way,
1: is the face he has in the movie. Like, I just yeah, fucking like... Yeah. <laughs> we'll come there because guess what? Movies. Oh my god, you. we... Yeah. <gasps> they already know. We talked about this already. Anyways,
0: so... Before we move away from apparition, though, I do kind of think that it's a little bit humorous that Percy is just apparating downstairs because he can. We've already talked <clears> about <throat> how Percy is kind of like, eh. But I do kind of like that because I feel like once I got an apparating license I would be doing it like nonstop. oh yeah
1: I would just apparate around my house like
0: oh my god I would be like to... I
1: need to be in the kitchen but it's all the way over there
0: I'm upstairs and I need to oh I just remembered my my clothes are still drying at home but I would uh, but uh, if he uh, could go, apparate, apparate. <laughs> done taking care of the cats are fed I'm back Tara let's drink more right it Sp- would be great can you drink and apparate does that increase the chance of splinching could but here's the thing, like, if I splinch at home and I come here and you're like, oh my God, your leg is missing. I'll be like, oh, okay. I mean, I, it's at home. Like, what are the, are I mean, the cats you know, going
1: to eat it? I would just go get it for what you. What if the cats ate my leg? <laughs> I would just operate back to your house and get it for you and bring it
0: back. But what if you splinched and left your leg at my house? <laughs> which, le- <I> would... <laughs> which leg do you think my cats would want to eat more? Mine or yours?
1: We haven't even had that much to drink. (laughs) um,
0: Also, we're hungry for KFC.
1: That's why we're talking about eating legs. So yeah, apparition would be great.
0: I wanted to mention that about Percy and his apparating like I do love that. But yeah, instead they get up early. They take a beautiful hike in the woods. I like how that is described. Yeah. Before we get there, of course, Molly is using Akio to get all of the toffees out of the twins. It's
1: kind of rude, but also Akio is great because it's uh, important in this book. And it's
0: also very Molly. Like, you know. like Oh, she's, yeah. Like, oh, God, all yeah.
1: All the hubbub of getting ready to leave happens that, you know, before yeah. they...
0: There is a lot of explanation of, like, this is why we have to go get this boot. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of wizards and witches going to this location. It needs to be very well protected. You know, we're very quick to also, I think you more than me, actually, are more quick to be like, you have magic. Why can't you do this? And this is one of those instances where it's like, okay, we understand why. Like they're, they're, but that's
1: what they're doing, is they are using magic for all of this. <laughs> Yes. Like they explain in detail how they're using magic.
0: What I'm trying to say is how they have to go through this quote unquote inconvenience. My thought is waking up early sucks, but then you get to have this beautiful hike Mm -hmm. into the woods to touch this boot. Like could there be an easier way? But no, there can't. Can't use flu powder. Oh yeah. I mean I don't
1: know that I think of this as a they should find a better way to do it with magic. I don't know. So you're saying I like morning hikes. I had a beautiful morning hike um in Chicago a couple of years ago where I like hiked down on to Lake Michigan and watched the sun rise over the pier and it was amazing. I didn't have to hike up a fucking hill and I also made sure that I got more than like 2 hours of sleep.
0: That makes a big difference. This
1: hike, <laughs> while rewarding, seems a bit annoying to me. I don't know that I would love it. I would do it because I'm like I get it. This is going to have a great ending hike itself probably wouldn't be my favorite because it's up a hill well and my thought is that you know they have to like pass a township
0: or like, a village and then they have to go up this hill and the it hill also makes like...
1: it feel like it's a really long walk yeah for people who just woke up
0: yeah exactly and actually once they do meet the diggories, they're like oh we had to wake up at 2 a.m and i'm like right the, how far what? do the
1: diggories have to walk like,
0: my thought is if it's past this village why don't you get, like, a hotel there? Even if you have to, like, muggle it up and, like, stay at, like, a Best Western or whatever instead of, <laughs> you know, the Leaky Cauldron equivalent. Do that, and then mm-hmm. you get to sleep in more. But it's the Weasleys. It's also, like, <coughs> several cramming into well, one. Well, and
1: that's different than the Diggory's because, you know, we learn about sidelong apparition. Yeah. Cedric, who is very important in this book, must not be 17 yet, or he hasn't been able to take his test because Cedric is 17 by Halloween. Well, why didn't Amos just side along apparition him? Yeah. You got up at 2 a.m.? Well, just fucking side along apparition. Now, the Weasleys, I get, because Arthur probably can't take, what is it, six <coughs> children with him? Maybe makes a that lot, makes lot more a sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Even if you were like, we'll put one person with each of the adults. Percy probably just got his. He's probably not ready for a side long apparition.
0: All of that makes sense. (laughs) But you're right. Also, like, the diggeries could have done what I said and, like, booked a hotel. Yeah. Or something closer. Why not make, like, a thing out of it? And, you know, they even talked about how some people had to get there, like, two weeks in advance because they had, like, worse tickets. Mm -hmm. So they had to, like, go and probably camp. Why not add another day into the thing and camp out there for, like, Mm -hmm. a day? I don't know. I just feel like there were better options to, like, just waking up at the crack of dawn and then taking a hike. That could have made it easier.
1: Ah everyone is at a different level of magical ability like to me i'd be like why aren't y'all just disillusioned and turning yourself and jumping on a fucking broom to yeah. get to the things like obviously getting to wherever the fuck this is is not anywhere nearby it's it's not near where they live so they have to port key there but getting to the port key is also a journey
0: mm-hmm.
1: especially for the diggories
0: yeah <clears throat> that's a good point like why didn't they just fly there
1: Maybe doing a really good disillusionment charm is not actually easy to do. Maybe only Aurors can do them really well. They're extremely talented people. Because we don't really learn about those until the next book. Who knows? Magic.
0: It's interesting because there's so much thought taking into the Quidditch World Cup in general. Mm -hmm. Like it makes me think of putting on like a huge event. And like I don't necessarily do that but I'm like adjacent to the events team at work for example. Mm -hmm. Clearly there's so much preparation to have to do this magic event for a worldwide community so part of me also wonders like maybe there were like very specific regulations of like okay this is the only way that you can get here for like the safety of all wizard kind yeah and like this is just how it is you're gonna have to walk
1: well and timing and all of that yeah yeah um
0: i will say that's one other thing that i did not Realize, I always kind of thought that you just touch the port key and it takes you immediately. But these things are timed, which is clever.
1: It depends on the type of port key. I think these were timed because of the regulations of the World Cup. The port keys we see in the future are not necessarily timed. Yeah,
0: it's like immediate. Like the
1: only other port key I can think of is if you've seen the Fantastic Beast movie. They use one in the second movie, and that one is timed. I feel like that's probably timed just to control Newt because he's illegally leaving the country.
0: So. Yeah. The Spoiler. The one that I'm obviously thinking of is, speaking of spoilers, the Triwars of The Cup. Tra- it's,
1: it's not timed.
0: It's not timed. So the other thing that occurred to me, like travel is going to be a theme, and we are going to talk about it probably a lot this season. But in the last chapter, we see a way of magical travel being tampered with. Mm-hmm. They connected the Dursley's fireplace, not the last chapter, you know what I mean, a couple minutes yeah. ago. They connected the Dursley's fireplace to the flu network for one night. Mm-hmm. And then here we are at the end of the book, seeing another way that magical transportation that is being introduced now being tampered with. Clearly, we learn from Arthur, he went to the flu powder office or whatever and was like, hey, connect me or whatever. Are port keys easier to tamper with? Is there a port key registration office? Already, by this point, we are learning of ways that the Ministry of Magic isn't necessarily regulated in the best way. I even think of the additional animagi. That were at Hogwarts way back. Because, you
1: know, it wasn't just those three fuckers.
0: Right, exactly. So, like, how well do they have, like, a hold on this? Are people all the time going around and, like, just being like, oh, I'll just add this to the flu network and then it's never removed? Are there other, like, unregistered port keys out there? Are there people who can apparate who don't have an apparition license? Like, clearly there needs to be some reform there, which is perhaps, like, a clever way of foreshadowing all of the mismanagement that is happening oh, at yeah. the Ministry of Magic. Oh, yeah. I um, Yes,
1: it is. I think it's definitely foreshadowing. Little things that you were saying there, I'm just, like, thinking about in the future, like... How that's going to come back into play with people who can affrate without a license. Harry affrates without a yeah, license. And yeah. He never gets his license. Yeah.
0: Uh, like and neither he,
1: does Ron. Ron never gets his license either. Hermione does. Hermione She's does. like, I'm going to be Because when Ron and church. Hermione take it in their sixth year, Harry's not old enough, but Ron yeah. and Hermione do, Ron doesn't pass. So many spoilers. Sorry, guys. But, like, it's Well, I mean, so
0: spoilers are... Important. Uh, rather than spoilers, I think it's foreshadowing because, like... I think perhaps that tampering with a flu network, that's almost foreshadowing to, hey, someone tampers with transportation again in this book later. It's oh, yeah. It's kind of a clever way. Oh, yeah. So.
1: But I think you're right. I think it's not well regulated, just like a lot of things with the Ministry yeah. of Magic. These are just little ways that we're seeing that the Ministry of Magic is a mess. It just gets worse from here. Right. Speaking
0: of, I'm always looking for like elements that are alluded to later and become important later. For example, elements of the time turner or Lupin being a werewolf in the last book. In this case, I mean, of course, we did have the first chapter, which was very much talking about, like, what is happening in the background, which we haven't really gotten up until that point. But I think the very first mention of anything having to do with, like, the resolution for the lack of a better term, because it's not resolution. At the end of the book is this. Mm -hmm. Bring up port keys now is important in relation to Cedric, I think. A couple chapters ago, I did mention, hey, why couldn't they use a port key to travel to right outside Privet Drive, for example. Mm -hmm. Here, maybe it's more important because it does kind of show that connection. Because we're always kind of seeing clues to what is going to happen being introduced at... A specific point. I think that it's important. Oh, yeah. You know, Bertha Jorkins has been brought up several times, etc. I still kind of see that as being elements that are important to the story that are still kind of in the background.
1: It's nice to think about later once you've gotten the whole story. Like, I remember in the first book, not realizing it until later on, how Sirius Black is mentioned in the first chapter of the first book. Yeah. It's available. It's not necessary to follow the plot. But it is necessary to understand things. Yeah. And yeah, and being able to be like, we had this moment with the port key. It made sense to have this moment with the port key, And it helps us understand it later on.
0: And then, of course, we meet Amos here. He's Amos. like the, the new one. And I'm like, wow, you really are... And I don't think he's being a dick on purpose. But he's being a dick to Harry. So
1: I struggle with Amos Dickery a lot. He is portrayed so negatively toward a teenager. Yeah. And part of me wants to be like, wow, you a dick. But then I'm like... There really are parents out there who would not hesitate to be unkind to a rival of their child's. I think we've both been lucky being around theater parents who are not assholes. But I know that there are theater parents out there that are assholes about their children who would not hesitate to say something unkind about a 16-year-old. Yeah. I mean, and it's not
0: just a theater thing. I'm sure it happens... Oh, no, it happens happens everywhere. Oh, especially in
1: athletics, I'm sure.
0: It doesn't necessarily have to do with, like... The genre of parent, if
1: you will. Right, those are just the type of parents that we are more, you know, uh, in tune with. The parent choosing to be like that, especially when Cedric is very polite and very kind. I really think it says a lot about Cedric and how he's embarrassed by this.
0: I would even go to say, I mean, we know that he's polite and kind, but I think it's more of him being humble. He is very humble. I also sort of think, well, we really haven't seen too much about Slytherin families. We've met Lucius Malfoy and stuff. But kind of seeing the makeup of a Slytherin family versus a Gryffindor family. Mm -hmm. And of course, obviously, in the future, there are mixed house families. Uh, Harry's family becomes a mixed house family later on when one of them is sorted into Slytherin. But let's say, for all intents and purposes, that Amos Diggory is a Hufflepuff. Perhaps... He is a little bit aloof and he's saying these things without really realizing yeah. the consequences. And that's
1: of why that. I struggle with him. He's not thinking. Amos probably does know that Harry is an orphan because everyone knows Harry's history. That doesn't mean that Amos, in any way, like anyone should really know that Harry's history does not just include his parents being murdered by Voldemort. It also includes 10 years of abuse in a neglectful household. Mm -hmm. It includes this child who has significant emotional and mental trauma from being with this family. That's not a thing that's in the forefront of his mind. His association with Harry is all related to his son, in which his son from Hufflepuff, where they are notoriously not ever winning Quidditch Cups cedric was the reason that hufflepuff won that match cedric being a very humble person telling dad you know this is what happened and you know but it wasn't my fault it wasn't harry's fault like he's gonna naturally jump to be like my son is better than this famous kid
0: and to be fair to amos Cedric didn't also tell him the whole story. Like, he didn't just fall off of his broom. He was being accosted by sheets with a hole. Yeah. And he was from, like, 50 to 100 feet or whatever. It is just very, very apparent. And this is, like, your first impression. Yeah. So it makes it stand out so much It really does.
1: And, yeah, and you you want to be like, maybe you should not be shitty to the child. Because you can be proud of your son in this company and not tear down a child. We're constantly living in this world where... We're being mindful. Uh, I'm using one of your words. We're being mindful of oh other people. i think proud. Then we're thinking not to tear them down, but to lift them up or at least be neutral. We're, no one is arguing with you that Cedric is great. The first part of it where he's like, ah, uh, you know, my son beat you. Like, that doesn't bother me. It's when he's like, well, we know who the better flyer is because Harry yeah, fell off his broom. I think I agree That's the part that makes me go, "Ooh." Mm. Also,
0: though, like this is your first time meeting Harry Potter, and he's like a celebrity, like maybe don't lead in with like a Muslim beat you, right? Like, I almost chalk it up to more of Amos being aloof because we know the Diggory's storyline in this mm-hmm. book. That's the way that I look at it, but like at face value, he does also really come up as a
1: dick. It is what it is, guys. But but that's what's in the book. Yeah. And then they touch that boot. They touch a boot. Fuck Mary Kay. <laughs>
0: guess what we're talking about transportation again oh
1: here we go (laughs) two chapters
0: ago we fuck married and killed three transportation methods but there's a lot of transportation in the wizarding world so here we go here we go and they're all mentioned in this chapter (laughs) unlike the last time where i was like time for you to marry the fort angley or whatever the hell you did to it (laughs) i mean you at least i was gonna say stuck your dick in the tailpipe yeah i mean yeah tara has the dick it's very girthy
1: so fuck that. Back to Mary kill. Fuck kill.
0: Apparition, portkeys, and brooms. Because they do talk about brooms and how some wizards choose brooms because it's slower and it's a little bit more reliable.
1: Okay, so I'm going to fuck a broom. Because why not? Because it's phallic. Because <laughs> it's phallic. And also, all right, that could be fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to kill portkeys. I hope you
0: don't get splinters.
1: Gonna be a Nimbus 2001.
0: So it'll have like that nice resin on it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Like
0: very, very
1: <laughs> Yeah I'm going to kill a portkey based on the description of what it's like to travel by portkey that we get at the end of this chapter. Harry describes it as uncomfortable and I'm like no nah, thanks. He also describes apparition as uncomfortable.
0: But it's more efficient. But
1: it's very efficient. That sounds like a good marriage. I agree. I think I'm
0: gonna agree with you. Typically, I feel like broom sounds like more of the thing that would marry because it is a little bit more reliable, but you can't not marry apparition. I would learn apparition inside and out, which is what you want to do with a marriage partner. Yes. And I would use it all the fucking time. Same. Like I said, I gotta go get the laundry, I'm in my bed, apparate, get that laundry, side by side apparition, my laundry back upstairs. Anything like also if, you're, anyway. if your friend
1: is drunk, you can take them home.
0: Yeah, I mean there are so many benefits
1: to apparition, and you can take them home like into like their bathroom. And be like you throw up here, bye yeah instead of like taking them to their front door and having to carry them yeah just a side along apparition them right to their fucking bathroom I mean where they can vomit
0: there are just so many I feel like I've mentioned in the past on this podcast the number one thing I would want to do in this world is apparition. oh yeah I don't care what the consequences are I will learn it and I will get past it and I will be able to tangle it
1: it's so funny because the the way apparition is used in this series is it's sidebar
0: like- from fuck Mary kill
1: it's very practical. Like, it helps along the storyline. It's it's very, um, you know, where it comes into the series. Now these Again, these are children, and they can't apparate until they're blah, blah, blah age in the Fantastic Be series. They're, like, apparating all over the fucking place. Like, they're like, I'm going to apparate literally how we would if we could apparate. Yeah. Like, I'm going to apparate from this side of the room to this side yeah, of yeah. the room. I mean, I <laughs> know that that's movie only, but that's my point, like, even later on when it's not really everything. Like, people are doing it. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's maybe a really cool way to show just how versatile you can be with apparition. You know, again, the series has not opened that up where we could just see it in that movie with very skilled adult wizards, you know. So it's different. But that just makes apparition even more appealing. Yeah. Yeah, That was my comment. back to fun. Sorry.
0: I agree with you. I'm marrying apparition 100%. There's there's nothing else that I could possibly do. And I agree, I think porkeys are stupid. I think they're a, a little bit unreliable. I feel like later on we find out that they're a little bit deadly. Okay, with the magic world,
1: Everything you could die in anything. How
0: is this different from the muggle world? Cars are deadly. Airplanes are deadly. Mm-hmm. Everything is deadly. I am deadly. I know. Tara is deadly.
1: I'm very deadly. <laughs>
0: I don't know where I'm going. I'm just gonna have some like story or something, but no.
1: No, no one needs to know the details.
0: So fuck porkies, uh, basically, fuck porkies. I don't care. No. And
1: by fucky means, kill the porkies.
0: I don't want to touch. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I don't want to touch that boot. So that means I have to fuck the brooms. But as you know, this is exit only. <laughs> so I am fucking that broom. That broom is not fucking me. <laughs> I want to make that very clear. I'm going to fuck that broom. All right. Because here's the other thing. Like, it's similar to, like, putting in contacts. I love having my contacts. It's very easy to... Wear a where sometime. is this going? I, 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 trust me, I'm getting here. I'm getting there, okay? Contacts are very convenient. They're very nice. It's like you have perfect vision. But there are days where I'm like, I'm not fucking putting my contacts in. Today is a glasses day. Similarly, even though I could apparate to the store, sometimes I'm sure that they will be like, you know what, I don't even really want to deal with that right now. I'm just not feeling it. I'm hungover. I'm depressed. My knee hurts. <laughs> my lower back is bugging me. I'm just going to jump on the broom. It's easy. It's a little bit slower, but it'll make it happen.
1: That's fair. Does that makes sense? Yeah. Maybe I mean, it's
0: not the best comparison. It
1: maybe wasn't the best comparison, but I followed it. Yes. So there we go. There
0: are days when I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm not feeling up to apparition. Sometimes it makes me feel a little bit queasy. I'm going to hop on my broom.
1: Cause everyone ought to have a broom. That's
0: right. Like it's the backup. Also, brooms are a symbol of protection. Okay. Which corner? Ah. That music. We've done already a bunch of different music. Let's talk about this movie. Movie! Guess what? We can talk about the movie. Did you did you guys hear that? Here. I'm sure that they did. That probably didn't sound as classy, but we were Clinking our glasses. We were cheering the movie. If you know what I mean. <laughs> we're clinking our glasses. <laughs> do you people think that Terry and I buck <laughs> Right in. That's what I meant by we clinking a glasses. i text from
1: Ashley that week. She's just going to be like, no, I do not.
0: Let's talk about the movie. Because we can do it. Let's Yay. All right. So Harry waking up.
1: Yeah, literally. So the movie starts with Hermione waking Harry up, which is a change from the book. Because yes. is Weasley comes in and she's all like... Come on, time to wake up, Harry dear.
0: Instead, is like, get the fuck up, you <laughs> hoes.
1: Everyone is so angry at the and beginning like, of this movie. Yeah, and then they're like, oh my god,
0: when'd you get here? And she was like, a minute ago, what it is to you? Get the fuck up, bro. we gotta <laughs> was, walk through the woods. They're just so angry. Yeah.
1: Also, it's our first glimpse at Harry's terrible
0: hair. Well, to an extent, I feel like their hair in this movie is maybe the most accurate to the book, sort of. I mean, I'm indifferent, I think, overall. But it is very shaggy.
1: I don't know. Like, I want it to be more shaggy than long. And I think it's long is my problem. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Daniel Radcliffe can wear his hair, however, and he looks good. Have you seen the series where he, like, works for God? Miracle Workers. Oh. And so there's two series of it. In the first series, he has, like, short hair and he plays this major dork. Um, In the second series, he's still a major dork. Completely different storyline. But he has long hair in a lot of the scenes that, like, the character wears a wig because he's a prince and, like, they just expect him to... I don't know. It's so dumb. It's so fun, though. Mm-hmm. But he looks good with it. Like, the fucking guy is a good-looking guy. But I want to do you more hairy, wanna... <laughs> yeah, like I want to, Like, Harry Potter, like, you, you know. You first. She <laughs> heard, heard yeah. First. She Harry. really hairy. <laughs>
0: she, she wants every character in this movie to be Hagrid. <laughs>
1: I just feel like his hair, it's more long. It's more and, unkempt yeah. than I
0: think it needs to be, yeah.
1: It's not what I envision yeah. for Harry.
0: Of course, there is no Charlie or Bill.
1: No fucking
0: annoying. I mean, the fact that we miss all of this good Weasley stuff from the last chapter. Right.
1: Boo. That that's...
0: alone. That's why in the movie in particular, like we see Percy later, but yeah. otherwise it's oh, just No, like, Percy's not in this movie. Oh, he isn't?
1: Percy's not in this movie. I thought
0: you said that he was in the movie later.
1: No, not this movie.
0: Oh, my God. So Percy ain't there either. No. It's just, just the, the trio no. and Jenny Sorry,
1: Chris Rankin. We ain't getting you and in this the twins. movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. Wow. So, then
1: The next thing we see is everyone just walking through the woods. The hike it looks way nicer in the movie than it sounds in the book. Yeah. So, that's then I walk why I think hill. I kind
0: of, like, interpreted it. And then they meet the diggers like, in the middle of the woods. Yeah.
1: And, and they all walk together. Yeah.
0: And Cedric kind of, like, falls out of a tree. And it's like, oh, yep. This Hufflepuff earth bitch <laughs> so can't help it. He's like, I got a... Climb this fucking tree.
1: But also, Amos is much kinder to Harry. Yes. Um. Too. We give very little time with Amos in the movie, but the actor who plays him is delightful. And I agree. I exceptional really exceptional when we actor see choice. him later in the movie. It's a very stark contrast because he is just like, oh yeah, hey, you're Harry Potter.
0: Good to yeah, meet you. Yeah. He still says, like, the Merlin's beard thing. Yeah. Also, they meet halfway and then walk with them. and almost feels like they <clears throat> meant to meet him there. Yeah. Rather than, oh, you just happen to be the other people coming to this particular porky Which feels like there is more of a bond between Arthur and Amos as well.
1: Yeah. And then they climb up the hill. Didn't you say
0: something like Ginny was like Oh, so you hill? know how
1: like when you come to a hill when you're hiking and you're like trudging up it and you're like, the only way I can make it is if I just like push myself and kind of like run the last few steps. Ginny totally does that in the movie and I'm just like, yes... You feel me? Because I have to do that sometimes. <laughs> and it's literally like how it goes. Except for it's like this very dramatic thing where at the end where they're like all touching the boot and then Harry's like, what are they all hanging around that manky old boot for? <laughs> Which I feel like is you. You'd be like, oh, I want to touch that manky old boot. Yeah, I don't want to touch that boot. Which is why uh, Harry like touched it last minute. He's like, oh. I
0: don't know who stuck their dick in that boot. Yeah, and, like, Arthur's like, touch the boot, bitch. And Harry's like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And then they're like, let go. And they're like, what the fuck? And so they, like, fall. And then a couple minutes later, Amos and Arthur and Cedric are just, like, bicycle kicking Right? They're like,
1: this is how you come out of Oh, so graceful. You know? um, That's very cinematic or whatever. Like, that's not at all how it's described in the book. But that's okay. Yeah. It's amusing. They're like, hey, you six children, you're just gonna, like, fall on the ground. You're children. You don't care. The end.
0: And there they are. They're at the Quidditch World Cup.
1: And that's uh, all the movie we get.
0: That is. We literally watched the movie for 30 seconds. It was in the movie, so hey, I guess, cool. Yeah obvious things that were missing were things like Molly Weasley and everything too. Yeah,
1: also at the beginning of but Molly like,
0: without any of the last few chapters in there it's hard to I
1: don't really have an opinion on whether or not they did a good job or not for this because it, they like just did what was necessary. Yeah. It's like to
0: transition show
1: us what we needed to know.
0: It's so funny cuz when we were like okay <clears throat> what scene are we picking we're like yes we really are this early in the movie even though we've read six chapters at this yeah. point, we are in the very very beginning i mean i feel like it would have been nicer if they would have established what is going on here because if you are kind of just, like, following things on in the movies. It doesn't really hold your hand very well. It doesn't show, oh, they're actually going to the Quidditch World Cup. <clears throat> you open up, you see this kind of scene with the muggle getting killed.
1: And then it goes right into Harry waking up.
0: Yeah. And, and like, Hermione kind of being, like, forceful. So it's kind of weird.
1: Yeah, it's like, what is the context where Hermione's being a bitch and Harry's just fucking trying to sleep? Yeah, and they're like, when would you get here?" And she's like, I just got here. Wake up. I'm queen right now. Yes, honey, you always are. But still, just had this nightmare. But what are they trying to establish? You know, that yeah. like, in the book, Harry had the nightmare... At Privet Drive several weeks before. What time is it? What like what time of the year is it? Who the fuck knows? No one knows.
0: I will probably say this over and over this season but this book is so much more hefty than the other ones. I mean they are looking for huge chunks I'm sure to rip out and we already talked about how first few chapters are introductory and reminders of things. Mm -hmm. We've seen the Dursleys already several times. Do you really need to go back to have this whole thing? It's an easy thing to remove. It's the same thing that we discussed a lot in Prisoner of Azkaban in that there are still details throughout all of that that are very necessary. And then the fact that they rushed that scene with Frank Bryce... It doesn't really cover everything that we need well, to know. Well, you know,
1: here's the thing. Their budget was, we have all these new characters we have to introduce. One of them is fucking Doctor Who. We gotta cut people out of this. So Dursleys, Percy Weasley. We don't give a shit about even adding all your favorites. Other. Yeah, like, that, clearly that's how that went. Yeah. They're literal characters cut from the storyline in the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. important characters. It is what it is. This is not my favorite movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, it is what it is. It's still more of a transition period.
1: This particular scene is fine. Like I have nothing negative to yeah. say about this scene, other than why is everyone so fucking angry? Why do I Harry's angry because Hermione just woke him up? And Hermione's angry because go on maybe that. Hermione yeah. had to wake up at two o'clock that morning to get to the Weasleys. Oh, yeah. Maybe so she's just like, fucking wake up, Harry. And she had to
0: like fucking take muggle transportation probably. Right. I think the only other thing that I was really struck with in this particular chapter, I always remember, well, while we're talking on the subject of like pacing and speed and stuff, mm-hmm. I always remember reading this book in the past, like the Quidditch World Cup period always seemed to take hours. Ever to me. And the movie's
1: like, like let's go!
0: <laughs> the movie's like, let's go but also, there's all of these other elements to it so far, like the Dursleys, like that lovely time that we had at the borough, so on and so forth, that are in there too. So I'm certain that like, as we're getting into these next chapters, there are going to be more details that I've missed overall. That made me think that it was longer, but paying more attention to them will, will be really interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> want to know my points no too fucking bad you bitch okay you stupid potato bitch i got two points although i'm giving slash removing two points to okay. people you know what i mean plus 10 cedric because cedric's there he's polite we like we love cedric we do he ain't gonna be around for much longer so get ready mm. negative five to amos even though like we talked through it and, like, we think that maybe it's him just being a little bit more not having those social graces. He's still kind of a dick, so I'm taking five yeah. away. Don't yeah. worry, he's probably going to get those again, for obvious reasons. All we'll right. get there.
1: I like it. That was easy. Yes.
0: Where's that button? That, like, button, you know? But oh, that, that was easy.
1: easy. Oh, those are from Staples. I had one of those ones one time. I had a Spanish one, too, because they accidentally got one in the store. I worked at Staples for, like, six months. And I bought the Spanish one just because it was there. And, well, when you buy a thing in the store, they're like, oh, that needs replenished. So we got another one. And I don't know if they ever sold it or what.
0: Cool. Well, you heard it here first. She had that Spanish button. Oh, Spanish. What are we doing next time? We're reading Chapter 7. Chapter 7 is probably called the Quidditch World Cup or something. Or no, it's Mr. Crouch. Mr. Crouch and some other Bagman and Crouch, yeah. Yeah. Bagman and Crouch.
1: Mr. Crouch is Crouch some other motherfucker. Who they cut from the movie.
0: Too bad. Bye. Too
1: bad. bad. Bye. Okay. I
0: played Mr. Bagman in Puffs.
1: Oh, yes, you did.
0: Yep. I had a very nice jacket. and I had a microphone. That jacket was great. I know. All okay. right. Well, I guess we'll see you later. Have a lovely evening or morning or afternoon or middle of the night. Whenever you're listening to this, let me know what Port Kia should be. Let me know if you think that we fuck every time we finish recording these. What other questions did we ask?
1: I don't know, but answer them.
0: Yeah, that which thing, that which segment, what's what, what it gonna be episode? called? Oh well yeah, but it sort of happened this time. Not really, but eh. email us, we're lonely.
1: I admit it. Lonely. <laughs> Alright. Okay bye.
0: Go to bed. <laughs> Basic Snitches is recorded and produced by Adam Bowers and Tara Corkery, edited by me, Adam Bowers,
1: and published by me, Tara Corkery, and available wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Thank you for listening. Please review and rate us five stars on your app of choice, and be sure to share us to all of your other friends who love Harry
1: Potter and getting drunk. Oh, don't forget to follow us on social media. Sometimes I update that. Basic Snitches on Instagram. Also, we have a Facebook page. And email us anything you want to or specifically answers to our questions on our segments. Snitches at gmail.com.
0: But don't send us dick pics, please. That's nasty.
1: But do send us liquor. Thanks. Yeah. Aloha, Mora. Oh, now people can get into your house. They're on their toe, but they don't matter because now you're a water goblin. Bye. Bye.